Now, Joel and I were going to kick off the deep dive this week with some good pandemic news. And there is a lot of it. You know, we hit 80% single jab in New South Wales. Vickers, Victoria's headed that way too. <clears throat> and the shift in behaviour, at least according to polls from where we started nine months ago, with almost 30% saying they would never receive a COVID-19 vaccine, now shifted to about 10, a bit below 10. So we're on track for that 90. And given the supply problems, which are still causing delays in take-up, especially for Pfizer, these are very fine results. Plenty to be optimistic about. And I mean, if Blacktown can hit 90% vaccinated and climbing, I think expecting a general 90% plus vaccination rate with a few notable exceptions like the yeah. fucking Northern Rivers who are on a snap <laughs> lockdown now because the they've made this suspects, happen. Yeah. That yeah. seems pretty reasonable. I think we're looking at that. That's going to be normal. Yeah, and we already know pandemics are tough. I mean, I'm not telling anybody anything there. We've all lived it. And it's the one thing we actually share on this planet. We've all lived in a, in a major global pandemic. Well, the Western yeah. Australians have had a pretty kid glove experience. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the NT, God love them. Yeah, and, bless them. And, uh, and on the conditional release program, we've tried to point out, you know, the sorts of social problems that we can sort of look forward to, not, not, not in a sense not, of anticipation yeah. <laughs> and enthusiasm, but the sort of things that we can expect. Will Not come along our shambles. way as the sort of politics and the social stuff unfolds, yeah. Uh, and 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 it is a reflection in some ways of what's going on uh, around the west, the rest of the developed world. But we've got our very special type of weirdos, flakes, mm-hmm. and fucking general nutters in this yep. country, and a lot of them are in Melbourne. So many, and they've been making themselves known over the last few days, loud and clear. Now, a violent protest occurred on Monday at the Victorian HQ of the CFMEU, Victorian Tasmanian HQ of the CFMEU and Elizabeth Street in Melbourne and the CBD. The front of the place got wrecked and there were punch-ups even among the protesters. <laughs> it got so, got so feisty they thought they'd take each other on. Yep, it was very yeah. funny at, at times. And a significant presence from neo-Nazis lurking around there and what was described, you know, it was a really sort of the media weren't quite sure what to make of it at first because it's the CFMEU and who are these guys? I don't yeah. know. So there's a lot of confused reporting coming from the mainstream media. They need to get Telegram accounts because there was a really notable presence of usual suspects. Mm. I mean, the one you don't need an account for is Lizzie Rose, the psychotic psychic oracle who became very famous as Bunnings Karen. She Bunnings was there. Karen, she was there. Raf Fernandez, who I assume is on the run from police and on tight bail conditions wasn't there, but he sent his dad and brother. Uh, and his dad was wearing nice. high-vis and a Belliachi hat, just representing. Good on ya. People spotted members of the newly minted Christian militia, the Peacemakers, although I'm not so sure if that's true. Tom Tanaki spotted a United Patriots front member, which is, you know, there's your Nazi. Ava Yemeni, the Jewish Nazi, whatever the fuck he said, was there not being a journalist. And so was Real Ruction, as usual. And Joel Gilmore, who is the... Nice. Very teary uh, streamer that I've quite liked. It's got a good quality thing going on. The little <laughs> one with the megaphone, that's Sophie. I don't know who Sophie is, but she apparently pens all the protests. Mm-hmm. We have Anthony Levashenko, a massive fascist who is there waving his don't tread on me flag, you know, the Saw big him. yellow one with the snake. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. You're meant to be laughing as a tradie. Like, what? Like, why are these people so bad at playing dress up? Matt Lawson, <laughs> who has more chlamydia than a koala, was spotted as well. Even the fucking truth truck was there. I mean, there are so many more that I could name, but I think you get the idea. And yes. you might not know half these people, but they make huge efforts to be these public personas who go to all the protests and talk in public and make all this content. They don't mix in very well. And while there was a solid display of pissed off construction workers, you can kind of tell Please. who got, you know, peeled in their tea rooms while they still had them. It was pretty clear the anti-lockdown movement have made this happen and plan to milk it for all that it's worth. 
Although they really didn't like being called Nazis, though, especially when Bill Shorten chimed in calling them hard right man baby Nazis who just wanted to cause trouble and complain about the vaccination, which is a pretty good, accurate representation. Yeah, it's a fairly really. good description. Yeah. 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 It ended up being a bit of a talking point in the street the next day in, you know, CFM yeah, yeah, version Ru- two. Yeah, Ruction was running around interviewing people. Excuse me, are you a neo Nazi? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> and did funny. actually mention that. You know, no one's wearing swastikas. Nazis actually don't do that. Really no. haven't done a lot of that since yeah. 1945. Um, but the old methods, yes, in the 70s and 80s, yes, there was the shock value of, of your Nazi running around the brown church, but they don't do it these days. They've They're had a PR problem since. Or fluoro. Since Pete Evans got into the Nazis, they just haven't been cool anymore, so they're trying to divert from the brand. <laughs> and they're trying to be cool. Yeah, and conservative columnists uh, didn't know whether to shit or go blind. Yeah. They started talking about this. They hate the CFMU with a passion, so the enemy of their enemy must be their friend, right? Yeah, basically. Well, some went down that path, but going down that path means jumping on board, if not the neo-Nazi train, then at least the scofflaw, violent bastards of the anti-lockdown brigade painted wagon. Boy, this tough on crime stick is really hard sometimes, isn't it? You know, I mean, it's, it's just... It's really not, Jack. We've got to be tough on crime, but these guys... It's so simple. You see, it's tough on crime unless you agree with them ideologically. <laughs> then it's police overreach every time. And there's one thing that we should all really agree with, which is that the Croatian fascist that kicked the dog needs to go on a long holiday for doing that. Yeah. Un- nobody un- likes un- a dog kicker. Boy. Nobody boy. likes it. Poor little pup. Had no idea what was going on. Never kick dogs. Ever kick dogs. Never. Don't kick dogs. Don't kick anyone, really, but especially not dogs or cats. It looks so confused by it. Well, yeah, don't kick cats either, but But it's harder to kick. Overall, you know, and here we are on Tuesday night, and and I'd have to say Vic Cox (laughs) on Monday and today had the kid gloves on. Yeah, they really did. Lots of men are standing in line looking like uh, extras from uh, one of the Star Wars franchise movies, but... But barely a, fire, a shot fired throughout the day. That is without having something thrown at them. That was the only time I saw shots I, fired. I heard some shots, but I think you're right. had been hurled in their general direction. Yeah, well, see, I would have been shooting them with real bullets quite enthusiastically. No, but that's well, just me. I'm not a trained police no, officer. Maybe no. I shouldn't be one, apparently, no, according to what I, I just said. <laughs> I think that's I'm sort just of kidding. The, I would never advocate That's that. one of the testing criteria. Yes, would uh, you shoot you randomly into a crowd? <laughs> You're a heavily armed uniform man, and you have have an angry mob in front of you. Do you? Do you? A, B, or C. Withdraw your sidearm and fire madly uh, into them. No, yeah, that that sort of gets you kicked out. It sounds like an American. To be fair, I thought they were pretty soft, you know, and they did have missiles hurled at them, and that was the only time they really sort of responded in a sort of aggressive way. And And you should do that. Bottles of piss were popular, and we'll talk about that a bit more. They, they were. They it's really not very were. nice, is it? It's ridiculous. I mean, like what happened really is you had these huge groups of hyped-up aggressive idiots who paraded the streets like they owned them, and they kind of did. They had these violent outbursts in random pockets with the protesters lunging at cop cars, which made a hasty getaway, bumping a few off the bonnet, but not nothing like the streamers who were like, they got hit by cars. They got hit by cars. <laughs> Just knocked people over. <laughs> what a fucking wank. We actually saw that. What a com- yeah. No one got knocked over. No, it was fine. So we had the reports of cars being attacked throughout the day. This became yeah. completely normal because the crowd took control of certain parts of the they city. Did. 
And as you mentioned, a few classy protesters even threw a bottle of piss at poor Channel 7 reporter Paul Dowsley, who I'd never heard of until today, but will forever be known as the guy yeah, who copped piss in his mouth. Got some wee in his mouth. Not his very mouthy nice. mouth. And, and then so afterwards, so while he was report, while he was reporting, he got pinged with a with a can of um, the can of soft drink. Yeah, in the back of the head. What the so fuck is wrong a, with these he's people? He's had an ordinary day. And this is the thing, like when it comes down to it, construction workers might be pissed off about the vaccine, they might be pissed off about the closure, but they're not the kind of people who see the media as the enemy. But guess who does? Yeah, the that's usual right. suspects. I mean, they, there they was just lots of fake news. Signature is yeah, all over it. Lots of fake news chants and things like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, the signatures all over it. So look, eventually blocking freeways and bridges, which is pretty yeah. fucking lofty. I'm almost just impressed. Crazy stuff. It's yeah. stuff that Extinction Rebellion would dream of being able to do. They were causing complete mayhem while. Vic Paul took a fairly passive approach to the protest and let them basically do whatever the fuck they wanted, which yep. reinforces this idea they've got that as long as they wear fluoro and pretend to be in the union, they're untouchable. And it's nothing to do with a union ticket. It's Despite all this whinging about a police state from the usual suspects, Morgan Jonas, Anthony Lev, Harrison yeah. McLean, the casual Nazi, they've all got away with it for so long that they just think they can keep doing it and nothing will happen. And they're not wrong. Like, what the fuck? So far. I mean, and that's why the criticism of Vic Pohl, you know, that has become a, an arm of the evil Andrews government, uh, you know, just can't be sustained. It's, it's just, it's not just no, There's no evidence. I mean, take a it's look ridiculous. at New South Wales where the cops are all over, protest organisers beforehand. After, yep. a, you know, after a slow start, up, start out of the blocks there in Sydney, we find now there are no major protests there in the Sydney CBD or indeed elsewhere in Greater Sydney. And that's it's called intel, and it may not always work, but it is now in New South Wales. So you'd have to say Victoria Police. You know, I saw uh, the Chief Commissioner on on television on Monday night talking about how they uh, how they follow them on social media and how they develop their intel. I have yeah, to say well, right now it's not really working. Are uh, you, mate? I mean, I heard from a mate of mine that in New South Wales. People got visits, and they said on Telegram they got visits, and the cops gave them a letter, and the letter said. If you turn up tomorrow, we will give you four months mandatory. Now, in Victoria, people have got visits through this whole thing. Banjo Patterson got a visit and he basically pushed the cop off his property and then bragged about it on video. Yeah. They, they got at least love letters. But they got they, a letter they, saying, we urge you not to, otherwise you could be subject to. So, so, so basically you're looking at differences in state laws and Big those laws, and I think you know this, Joel, are basically yes. the laws in New South Wales were designed – uh, to prevent uh, or motorcycle gangs moving into one country town or another, if they planned a big, you know, if they planned big a big party, <laughs> and uh, and they would be issued these uh, uh, notices uh, that prevented them from going into what is called a prohibited zone. Yeah. So, so the law is much harsher in New South Wales, and, and the Victoria Police don't have it at their disposal. And, well, they don't sure now, but like they will soon. Anyway. I'm sure of it. Yeah, so it's fair to say that the mob ruled the streets. I estimate the crowd around 10,000. I'd be prepared to go to 15, maybe Uh, 10 or 12. It's a lot. It it was a lot, but it's not a lot, if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. But they took control of the CBD, dodged confrontations with police. Before they got to the freeway, John, they'd already done a couple of laps of the CBD by that. So many steps. So many steps on the day. It was was exhausting watching. It was exhausting watching. Uh, You know, clashes did occur along the way before they took to the M1 and started blocking traffic. And that's when it really got out of control for me. I mean, missiles were hurled at cars and. 
Confrontations took place between protesters and motorists going about their business. You just can't do Hard that. Hard to tell just exactly how nasty it was, but there was one yeah. car that tried to get through the group very early on and they got pelted and another car got uh, – well, clearly people were abusing the driver in the car. It must have been terrifying being on that freeway at that time. Yeah, the protesters have been described variously as unionists. They're mostly not, not no. at least CFMEU ticket holders. I saw a few ETU badges, but there were a few CFMEU ones as well. Um, whether they belong to other unions or not, it's not immediately clear, but they've been described as unionists in the media. As I say, not quite sure what to do about all of this. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know, perhaps the. Uh, uh, the, the, the prevailing media description now is trading. So. Well, I mean, I did see one thing that was interesting, that while we do look at this crowd and say, you're not CFMU members, you dickheads, the girl who turned up with that great photo of her making that terrible face with the unvaxxed, waxed, and ready-to-climax shirt, which is a rip-off from the well. vaxxed, waxed, and ready-to-climax shirt, which came first, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, true enough. I don't she think was she actually was, a CFMU I member. I don't think she was pulling a face, though, Joel. I yeah, think that's, that's her normal her face. face. She it's, was a CFMU was member. Someone found her in a YouTube clip of actual, like, of member stories. So she's certified. Not only that, but she's, you know, she's, she's no, made she's content with okay. them. So, look, well, you know, we can't discount everyone. The media's gone with tradies. I like, you know, I mean, I, and, and let's be honest, I wouldn't have these people, you know, anywhere near my bathroom renovation. Uh, <laughs> you know, this wouldn't be allowed in the house. But uh, I do prefer the more colourful term fluoros. So we're going to stick yeah. with that. We're calling, going to call them fluoros. Why which not? accounted Why for not? about two-thirds of the original assembly. But by the end of the day, the fluoros yeah. had gone to about half, I reckon. Because there'd, yeah. there'd been a bit of an add-on there from some of our friends in the anti-lockdown movement. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I would say there's a lot more usual suspects in there than than that wearing fluoro. Go as far as say mostly usual suspects. I mean, we saw some idiot in a Kekistan jumper, which is especially <laughs> triggering for me as someone who's followed 4chan way too closely, which is a fictional <laughs> fascist country made from 4chan folklore with a flag based sort of German imperial war flag, which, you know, is a little bit of a nod to the Nazis. Yeah, and yeah. basically, if you look at the Venn diagram of 4chan posters and construction workers, it's two <laughs> very separate circles. Yeah. This is not a CFMU stronghold. That being said, the two guys in high vis who were caught on film doing keys of coke in a back street are probably on a CFMU ticket because nose beers are very expensive and those EBAs are very profitable. Very, very funny bit of film, uh, and I'd encourage people to have a look at it. We might put it on the ship posting. We should put it on the shitposting group. But, uh, yes, uh, a couple of blokes here got a little bit of a pick-me-up for a long day's <laughs> angry right. walking. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. And the thing that really gave a lot of these guys away is that everyone, almost everyone, you know, who walked past the real Rushkin, the so-called independent journalist who covers protests with the inane commentary where like bottles be pelting is like this is a peaceful protest it's so divorced from reality and he cheerleads (laughs) these fascist anti-lockdown groups but he says in this deadpan kind of way that makes you not realize that he's just a complete tool for these people. They yeah. love him and they're showering him praise. Oh, they were chanting him, stream, but giving they him chance, him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, giving the chance. It was ridiculous. And this is the thing. Why is that? Because they know him. They're fucking anti-lockdowners. They're wearing fluoro gear they bought from Kmart that morning, but they know the catchphrases just like they repurposed my body, my choice. They also mm. had a Time's Up chant, which you might remember from the Me Too movement. Hey. And they've taken over the union phrase, touch one, touch all, as their own little fashy thing it's fucking gross like 
this is what they do to own the libs, and it just makes them look like pricks. Yeah, look, I was just going to say <clears throat> in regard to Raskin, a lot of the a lot of the guys. He said, "I saw you yesterday, mate." You know, so yeah. so uh, some some had come across for the first time. You did a great job yesterday, mate. But yeah, there were others who knew him really, really well. I mean, really? he, everyone in that crowd seemed to know who Ruskin was. Season protesters. Ruskin is asking us to believe that basically he met a lot of these guys for the first time yesterday. I heard him getting asked how he knew about the protest, and he said, "From three AW, they had John Setka oh, on." Liar! Fuck you! I mean, the, Ruskin, Lying sack of Ruskin, shit. I mean, the difference between um, we're clearly not fans of Avi Yemeni, and I didn't see Avi at all there today, but he was there on the Monday. Uh, the difference between Avi Yemeni is Avi will just go along and chronicle yeah. and be a bit of an urger and all that sort of stuff, but Rushkin actually promotes these freedom rallies on his Facebook page where he has thousands and thousands of followers and then gets along and say, I'm just an independent journalist being a, a chronicleer of events, you know. Yeah. Fuck I off. think Arvey's a bit more guilty of a lot of things, but I will go with the fact that Rushkin lies about his participation in it and calls himself yeah. an independent journalist, whereas realistically he is a fucking right-wing agitator who should be done for incitement. So, of course, the thing with this crowd is they can't be subtle. They brought their Trump 2020 flag, those, their shitty yeah. little signs with them. A few red hats there. Pilled former <laughs> lawyer and recent uh, Madhouse member Peter Little was there in fluoro. Peter Little's never done a day of work in his fucking life. I mean, how the fuck is he meant to be some pill tradie? This is but so you just can't you can't trust the optics here. And it's to me this is a proper example of an astroturf protest, and they just like they don't know how to be subtle. They don't Peter Little shouldn't be there in in high vis because it clearly shows you can't trust that anyone in high vis is actually there as a construction worker. But if you don't watch the movement, you just see an old guy in high vis and you think, oh, maybe he's a painter. You know? No. He's a lunatic lawyer who threatens politicians on mad, unhinged videos on Facebook. It might be in traffic management. Um yeah. And you would think that, and it's fine, but he's not. Early, early on at the Victoria Markets, where, you know, the fluoros first assembled, Ruskin was walking around, you know, because they were so offended at being described as neo-Nazi. He said he was walking around, are you a neo-Nazi? I mean, <laughs> you know, oh, you know, actually, uh, no, I'm not. And and he, and he sort of kept doing this. It was really, really funny. And then, of course, he came and came across a guy who's a proud boy who is a Nazi and, <laughs> and not so shy about it either. Me, please. And got on the Nazi babble and our man with the camera just sort of shuffled on to the next. Are you a Nazi? Once, once you ask a Jewish question, the answer is a long-winded trip down a road you <laughs> oh, don't want to walk down. He did, he did interview some absolute freaks too, including one guy in a, in a Trump hat, in a, in a mega hat. And, uh, and, and and he just gave the long babble about the new world new world order and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And he thought, Gotta love it. Mate, this is just embarrassing. Move on. Yeah. Mate, so what are you back on the? When did you back on the work site? Oh, oh, you're unemployed and happy for three years? Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah, not not so not look. And while we are definitely qualifying this, we're not doing the whole Antifa did January sixth thing. There was a massive contingent of construction workers there. Whether they're unionist or not doesn't really matter that much. And they are refusing to take the experimental jab. That is a thing. And they are going to be a huge pain in the ass in the coming months. Clearly shown from today. Because not only are they happy to mobilize violently on the streets like a bunch of fucking jackasses, but they're also a galvanizing force to an anti-lockdown movement that will latch on to anything to give itself legitimacy. Yep. And yep. they believe the police engage in political policing and will not enforce the law against CFMEU members because the Labor government, they've got allegiance towards the union movement, blah, blah, blah. 
They saw this as yet another reason to feel invincible today. With police allowing the kids to run right high on the idea that if they put on a high-vis vest, which is basically like the hazard lights of the clothing world, you know when you put your hazard lights on in the middle of the road and everyone's like, that's reasonable. This is what high-vis does to people. You could basically walk backstage at a concert as long as you look enough like a construction worker. And they did that in a weird kind of riot form. Hats off to them. But the thing is, they're not right about the premise. The fact that the cops are using kid gloves on them is because Vicpol are a bunch of massive pussies. Now, I heard reports of people stuck in traffic being dragged from their cars. We were talking before about them being pelted as well. This is what I can only assume is the fact that they didn't beep loudly enough or didn't say fuck yeah to them out their window. If these reports are true and they got scuffed up or if anyone got hurt, they will emerge as being a direct result of Victoria Police allowing anti-vaxxer thugs to just take over the city and beat up whoever they want. And that's not going to be a good look. Yeah, look, uh, I'd have to say, having watched almost all of the protests throughout the day, I'd have to say Vic Pol's had a shocker. And mm-hmm. uh, Melbourne is, as we know, as we at the Conditional Release Program say, the pilled capital of Australia. And no, no further proof is required. No, no. Uh, <laughs> the city's been battered by lockdowns and related economic and social Hardship. Well, the fluoros, it's the best term I can think of for this group, for the most part, despised by the general community. They had a win today. One of their chants was every day, every day. So some at least will get back on the bike tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. It'll be interesting to see how far it goes and if momentum can be maintained. Surely their legs are sore. I mean, come on. (laughs) It's a big day today. They would have walked a good 25K, I reckon. Big Um, day. Big day. Yeah, that's that's sort of Olympic sort of efforts and uh, you're going to need... Going to need some Charlie and a few long necks to get you through it. Let's face it, half of them have COVID now, so I think you should probably get some bed rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to need some rest. <laughs> yeah, look, construction has been shut down in Victoria for a fortnight. That happened overnight between the Monday uh, shenanigans at the CFMEU HQ and, yes. uh, and, the, and, and the blue today. Arguably the reason why. Arguably. Yeah. It's also the massive amounts of COVID on fucking construction sites. Oh, so. yeah. Well, that's right. You know, I mean, that, that's why it was done because there were just – you know, overwhelming concern. There's been over 600 cases yeah, uh, from construction sites, including one in Box Hill responsible for 200 cases. Who was he hugging? What a fucking So music. they shut it down. They shut it down for a fortnight. So, so, so union members and on most major projects, you, 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 sorry, not most, all major projects, you don't get on site unless you've got a CFMEU or ETU ticket or construction industry union ticket. Yeah. And they were given basically two weeks off on full pay. Which is know? amazing. That is incredible. Well, I don't know well, how well, they can was, be angry at the FCFMU. Like, that is such a good score. Again, Rakshin was was interviewing a, a, a protester who claimed to be a, a union member who said, you know, they weren't going to get their overtime. And you go, fuck off. Oh. Sorry. Oh my oh, god! Geez, uh, what do you well, want? Well, well, we'll start a we'll start a GoFundMe for you, mate. <laughs> they fucking uh, will too. <laughs> <laughs> they will. You know, so two weeks on full pay. Nice work if you can get yeah. it. If you work in non-critical retail, mm-hmm. you've got the ass out of your strides. But in construction, untouched by lockdown in Vic and barely in New South Wales, the wages have been flowing in. No whacking furries, yeah, mate. Good times. So why are they so pissed off, John? Why are they falling for the anti-vax crowd in such? Who's who, who's to blame? Idiots to start with. That's who I'm saying. Because. Brain worms are contagious. And when someone brings these ideas on site and starts showing people these shit videos with absolutely no kind of accountability of truth or reason, but with these flashy production values and these startling claims, of course you're going to capture a few idiots' imaginations by going, oh, maybe they are trying to kill us all with microchips. 
Yeah, look, okay, well, it's my turn. In my, in my opinion, everyone's to blame. Well, that's fair. I mean, I'll go with this. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's just, you know, the, the entire spectrum. That includes of you, anyway, Jack. Let's start with the construction unions, and they've been as weak as piss. I mean, what's their main purpose these days, if, if not health and safety on building sites? But while the members have been working away, the unions, not just the CFMEU, but the ETU and others, have failed to make the argument for mandatory vaccination. It is fundamentally a workplace safety issue, but Setka, Noonan and others have danced around with a piss-poor message of voluntary vaccination. And I've got to say, if they back down, they may as well may as well kiss their principles goodbye forever. And those principles, those principles are making workplaces safer. Yeah, and that's a huge right. aspect of it because it's pretty impressive they got their members two weeks pay and while everyone else is going to be eating noodles to cover the mortgage, <laughs> they are doing pretty well. But this is the thing. It's not all about money. It's a lot about money, but it's not all about money. And that's something I think some no. of these members are losing the sight of because they're not dead yeah. because their employers want them to use ropes and the CFMEU makes them use harnesses. And that is the fucking difference with a unionized site and actual regulations and what Lendlease would love to see. This is one of the things the CFMEU is justly proud of. Yes. Should be justly proud Absolutely. of. It's it's workplace safety record. And now they've just gone on and just sort of sat in their hands while a major threat to workplace health and safety. Imagine if you're immunocompromised yeah. and you're a member of the CFMEU working on a construction site. How are you going to get on? Yeah. You you, you won't be able to work. Yeah. You just got to quit. You simply won't be able you to work. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, so the problem has become virtually unsolvable for the foreseeable. So, so while most of Victoria and Melbourne diligently heads off for a shot of the vaccine, if they haven't already, there'll be a marauding mob on the streets in the CBD, yeah. you know? And, and, of course, anti-vax groups around Australia have... have Got a great big Philip today. They'll get confidence oh. and, and possibly support and numbers. I haven't even checked Telegram since this afternoon, oh, and I'm going to cringe. The oh, they're going to be so excited. Oh, my God, we're changing the world. Oh, my God, we're heroes. Something about Nuremberg. Yeah, there oh, was my God. so much triumphalism oh, today. Fuck these cunts. So while I continue, while I continue pointing the gnarled finger of blame, let me move on <laughs> to the did cops. Say everyone. They were pathetic. I'm, look, I'm not expecting them to just wade in and bust heads. Oh, come on. Shit, guys, do your homework or hire people who know what they're doing. And I include a lot of our listeners in this. Yeah, absolutely. I would say are more advanced in their intel- in their intelligence on uh, on on anti-lockdown activists in Mel- in Melbourne and uh, and Especially the rest of Australia Melbourne. for that matter than the bloody cops absolutely are, you know? and I just feel like like it's I could name some names that obviously I won't. Uh, but you probably know who you are, and I'm thinking of you, buddies. Our listeners are constantly sending information to police help with investigations, and I know this for a fact. Yes. What do they do with these mountains of evidence they provided? It seems nothing. Because like, so far we've seen Monica Smith, Anthony Kalouf go down, but like what? Nothing else. Harrison McLean has been instrumental in protest coordination. He's definitely known to police. He's publicly known as an anti-Semite who actively seeks to point <sighs> otherwise harmless Openly. bystanders into anti-Semitic material and, of course, the Jewish question. The JQ. And it just leads mm. to, you know, Holocaust and all that sort of trash that we generally try to avoid. But with let's face it, these people are proven idiots. They're going to fall for this bullshit. It's very seductive. So the cops have been made well aware of this and have the receipts to prove this shit in court, and yet they just stand around waiting for the next riot so they take their anger out on a few idiots and pepper spray some bystanders, and the organisers just get off scot-free. What the fuck? I'm frustrated. Yeah. The Andrews government has been hard ass from day one, and even if it, in its roadmap 
out of lockdown announced on Sunday it went the conservative and I mean small C conservative approach but but that's you know that's it everyone and, and while everyone might be thoroughly sick of lockdown and we all are really it's only this mob our flu road mates who hit the, the flu streets roads. yeah yeah uh, and it all sort of started with a you know it's, it's been a big problem brewing uh, on construction sites with as we said you know Large number of infectious cases being recorded yeah. and coming from construction sites. And, and I mentioned uh, one in Box Hill is responsible for two or 300 alone. It's not good. And, and so compliance officers had, had sort of gone to a lot of building sites and come away closing down um, smoke rooms. And, yeah. and they said they just found that there was just not a lot of compliance. And we, and we kind of knew this anecdotally, people in lockdown were – taking their hour exercise or the two-hour exercise and walking past construction sites and saying, these guys aren't wearing masks. They're yeah. not doing anything. They're all sort of bunched up together. Yeah. They're doing, they're doing lines, of, lines of coke in a lame <laughs> way. Uh, so, so uh, you know, and, and even that, you know, that sort of crackdown on the smoker, it led to petulant demos of oh. fluoros having their smokers at tables on tram lines in, in Melbourne. But what about my tea Friday. rooms? What about my tea rooms? Do, I never had a tea room. Do, I had a bucket. Do, well, do they think critical care nurses are all having a pie and a durry in hospital staff kitchens on fucking mass? Ridiculous. Read the room, dickheads, okay. you know. But that was nothing compared to the looming disaster of a mandatory fax policy for the industry where workers would have to show proof of at least one shot by September 23, with a couple of caveats, but that's basically it. This Thursday, uh, that was when the jig would be up and construction workers seemed to have shat the bed, complained they hadn't been consulted, didn't have time to get a jab and freedom or something. Yeah, I mean, that's bullshit. They have had all the fucking usual pandering toward them, bringing vaccines to them, maybe giving them a free hungry Jack's burger on the side or whatever they like, maybe a can of, maybe a little thing of oak for them to give them as an incentive. But we've seen... (laughs) openly all these organizations talking about giving these guys bullshit fucking you know incentives get vaccinated and yet here we are whinge whinge yeah. fucking whinge yeah and i got to get back to failures failures of leadership when we talk about failures of leadership and people often say this about scott morris and dan andrews and gladys berejiklian Secker and dave noonan and others they're leaders of unions and 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 they've the, they're the ones who failed to provide the leadership. They had time. They had months, months. to argue the case for yep. their workers based on sound and sensible workplace health and social safety criteria, but they sat around their asses and did fuck all. And this is at a time when unions are struggling for members. I feel like you know? all they did was negotiate for really, more money really the whole cool. time. That's all they were doing, just saying, mm-hmm. you know what? We want more money. If there's going to be any sort of closures, we want money. If there's going to be an impact on construction, we want money. We want to make sure we that's have it. money. And that's all. Just a money deal. Just, just a money mate, deal. Half your members uh, smoke and they're going to get a spicy cough and die. Maybe you should focus on that. Just have a think about it, not half. I know. Otherwise, you know, people are going to have to start wondering what what the bloody good of you is. Yeah. What, what's the what's the benefit in, in, in of a trade? And what's going to happen to know? buildings when all the tradies are dead? Yeah. And look, just just getting back to some of the things that you talked about uh, before, Joel, and, and some of our listeners and, and and their ability to develop intel on the anti lockdown movement, particularly in Melbourne. You know, I've seen some ugly shit on Telegram. You know, put about by this. Maybe it's just hollow stuff. Maybe it's even Trojan horse stuff. But comments that 
the other side. And I keep mentioning this, you know, at face value, it's really, really dangerous. There were threats of ambushing police and taking their guns. Yeah. Uh, we need guns and, you know, and, and it's not so much that the people are in, on Telegram who are engaging in that discussion. It's the ones who aren't. Yeah. It's the ones who are sitting back and looking at this you know, and their angry man outfits in their, you know, and their, you know, the, the, I know it's a terrible cliche, but in their in their basements, you know, yeah, of their parents' houses, you know, oh, totally, and and they're just reading this stuff and they're absorbing and they're getting angrier and angrier and angrier, and that's where we get the sort of dangers of lone wolf stuff. And and I, for the life of me, cannot understand why state and federal CT counterterrorism squads are not on their table. They absolutely should now. be. I mean, despite the amateuristic appearance of an organisation that, as a man of pointed out uh, she quite liked the fact that they were called first name on the last mailing list i actually just saw a reignite democracy email come up and instead of first name now my name is just comma these people are <laughs> fucking idiots but ct needs to realize that idiots speak fluent moron and they speak directly to the hearts of these people they might think you're on the soft sit uh right there mate it's great it's just, <laughs> just, just blank describe- <laughs> just, just comma <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah, they the, don't. The law student, formerly known as Connor. they don't dare um, mention my corporate name. This is just saying, <laughs> comma, formerly known as Freeman on the land. That's a good take, actually. Fuck, people would believe that. Jesus Christ, that's dangerous. So when we sat down and planned this out on the weekend, what we wanted to talk about today was how sustainable anti-vax and anti-lockdown groups would be. And, and and it does remain a dying argument oh, yeah. in some cases, literally, right? But but what happens when we hit 70, 80, 90? How do these people recruit then? How can their numbers swell? And the answer is they can't. They really fucking you know, can't. This is a dying argument. It's getting But that doesn't mean they're going to go away, Joe. No, it really doesn't. I mean, like, the lockdowns are about to end, New South Wales and Victoria at least. We're going to live with the virus. Borders going to reopen. We're going to have unvaccinated people making compromises. But once we let rip, they're going to get pretty enthusiastic to either get the jab or just accept their situation stay the fuck at home. But the general consensus among hardened anti-vaxxers is that we are all going to die in two, three years. I don't think a lot of these people on the fringe are going to wait that long. So many of these fair-weather anti-vaxxers are going to basically see the experimental jab is getting less and less experimental as we go. With a few billion doses and a handful of adverse reactions to date, all the lies on Telegram about tens of thousands of deaths from the vaccine, they're only capturing the idiots who want to believe because the rest, give it another year when no one's died from the jab, but their anti-vaxxer mates are dropping like fries when we live in COVID. And the... The, the longer it goes, the harder it is to prosecute the law. Oh, fuck yeah. Know. It's ridiculous. You just can't keep this up. And like, let's face it. They're either going to do the whole thing of Novavax is safer because reasons. It's actually more rushed <laughs> and more hurried and less tested than any of the vaccines. But they need to find a, an island to swim to because if they yes. don't, they're fucked. Otherwise, they just mm. need to stay home ride this out, and then in three years' time when we're not all dead, sort of sheepishly try and get re-invited to Christmas? Fuck them. Yeah, look, they're not going to go away. No, they're not. But their numbers will diminish. Yeah. Basically, if, if we get 90, then there's 10%. That, 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 that is that is the extent of it. That's a mathematical extent of the anti-vaxxer, anti The maximum, movement. of course. And, you know, 10% of Australia. <clears throat> yeah, so, but they won't go away. We know that. 
uh, it's just that uh, their methods have changed basically now. It's all about mandatory vaccination. That's the, that's that's the, the battlefield. Yep. That's the one they're running. To, uh, you know, we, we, you'd have to say that in a year's time, these are not the sorts of people who are, who are going to offer obje- abject apologies on, on Facebooks. No. You know, so, sorry to the nurses. Sorry to everyone <laughs> for turning their lives into a living hell. Yep. Yep. But this fringe group will move further and further to the fringes. And militant. They're going to get more militant. Indeed. And just one thing, and I know we don't have a lot of mainstream media people listening. Yeah, but get your act together. Listen uh, up. If they are, they might want to take note. The worst possible take, we saw a bit of this on our news services on Monday night, Tuesday morning, is aren't these people just worried about their futures? Ugh. That's the worst fucking take I've ever heard. You know, do not ask those fucking questions. If you want to seek meaning out of these people, delve a little bit further. Yeah, than that. get a Telegram you account. Know, get on with it. This is the most spoiled group in our community, and their mad anti-vax shit isn't going to fly. Nah. And by the way, just one thing, and, and there have been a number of other unions who've issued statements today, but and by the way, the Nurses Union in Victoria, the Australian Nursing and Midwifery Federation, issued a statement telling these fluoro fuckwits to cut it the fuck. Good. Well, they called for an end to the violence. Wow. Stop the violence, the statement read, and put the health and welfare of the Victorian community Well, first. they're the ones who have to stitch up people after the violence, right? That <laughs> sucks. Yeah, nurses. Now, there's a group of people who are doing it tough, but they don't you know, do lines of coke out the back while dodging riot squads. That's right. They should be able to because we should pay them as much as we pay these fucking brick monkeys. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode. Yeah, look, we're not going <laughs> to... Unfortunately, we can't do a W. Uh, a premature mission accomplished. Yeah. Sort of uh, thing. We're still months off. But the thing, this is the thing about the pandemic. And, this, you know, we are in for a really rough year or so in this country. You know, the hardest part of the pandemic is going to be the very end of it. And that's kind of where we are now. 